It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. <laughs> We've had a few emails in from our kind listeners oh, to we? put us right. Oh. Starting with Nick. I'll, Nick. Go, I'll go with Nick, eh? No, I'm going to go. Yeah, you go with I'll Nick. I'll go with Nick. You go with Nick. Because the bottom <laughs> the next one's about me. Again. Because <laughs> I'm famous now, apparently. <laughs> All right, so Nick has said, hey, fellas, Aussie here, loving your pod. I was surprised when I heard Yaz, or was that an Aussie bit? I don't know. Talking up some of our Aussie teams earlier in the year, saying they'll be competitive with the New Zealand teams because I wasn't as optimistic. But after watching the second round of the Trent-Tasman competition, I've realised you guys were probably just being nice to get the Aussie listeners. <laughs> the, no, no, the, the, no. Um, there is a slight bit of that when it comes to the Waratahs. We'll always be nice. Diplomatic. The Rebels, yes, saying they might have a chance. The Force. We but, love the Western Force, though. But we genuinely thought that the Reds and the Brumbies yeah. would have turned up. Yeah, I agree. And they haven't yet. <laughs> yet, not yet, yet. Yeah. So we'll get to that. But uh, thanks very much for your... Nick, thanks for your email. Yeah, I like Sad that. Aussie. Hopefully after weekend you'll be a little bit happier. That's the hope. Well. If you're a Kiwi, you're stoked at the moment. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> anyway, next up is Toby, Toby, Toby. <laughs> Love this guy. This is Sean. Ian McGeekin in 20, uh, 2009. 2009. So we, we actually both, for? We both got it wrong. Lions coach. Oh. So it wasn't Clive Woodward. Right. It was Clive Woodward, then Ian McGeekin. Right. I never then, even heard of him. Oh, you were having nah, a laugh. Never even Ian heard of him. Ian McGeekin. Nah. Wouldn't have that, scooped oh, Do you know what? If that was 
like if it was me, I just wouldn't say anything because <laughs> I'd be embarrassed. Why? Because he's a legend of rugby. Is he? I think he's. I think he might be Sir Ian McGee. No, he can't be. <laughs> I've never even heard I of think him. He has. I think no, he's I've never Sir even heard of him. Ian McGeekin, Lions legend. I think he's 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 in, he's in charge of Leeds Carnegie. Is that you know, why they're doing so well? Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, yeah. So it goes on to say, you need to let go of your Clive Woodward <laughs> obsession, or are you practicing for your British citizenship interview? <laughs> To be fair, to be fair, I've actually just applied. Have you? Well, nah. I looked at I looked at applying for the British citizenship. Yeah, and then you got to pay like yeah. I know that's I so <laughs> so much money. So I was like, nope. I did exactly the same thing. I thought yeah, it'd be quite good to get a British passport. You know, then I could go through with my family, yeah. and we'd all be on the same page. And then uh, when I read the page, fifteen hundred dollars, uh, fifteen hundred pounds is like no, <laughs> no, thank you. But I've applied for like um, full residency kind of thing. Okay, yeah. so basically, are you admitting that you're an illegal immigrant now? Yes. No, <laughs> no I'm just I'm live just gonna, on the show. <laughs> I've just got a good passport. That's not a Kiwi one. Very good, mate. Do you want to do the last one from, no. from Jamie? No. Oh, where are we? Okay. Uh, hello, Toby and Damien. Canadian Ruck. This yes, is the Canadian, Canadian Ruck, Ruck podcast. Yeah. Good podcast. Uh, what are your thoughts on what Razor uh, said a couple of days ago about the divide between Super Rugby Aotearoa and Super Rugby AU? So he basically came out and said that the Reds have got everything they need but he can't deny there's quite a gulf in outcomes and ability and just what they're used to. Yeah, I, he wasn't saying that the Reds weren't good enough. He was just saying that they've they've got all the right pieces. They just not. They just can't put it together right can't now. Can't put it together. And yeah, yes, yeah. there is a big difference between the Super Rugby Aotearoa and the Super Rugby. Well, AU. actually, we didn't think there was, but the proof was. Obviously, in the pudding because the first two rounds have been a bit of a. No, I I knew that there was a golf, but I just didn't think that the Reds and the Brumbies would be. No, that's right. As they've almost been the worst ones. Yeah, I mean they absolutely are getting flogged. Yeah, they are, aren't they? So, whereas you know, actually, the Waratahs haven't done as badly. No, the Force have have been. Not impressive, but not embarrassing. Whereas, well, the Western Force are the best Australian team at the moment. Yeah, at the moment. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Jamie. What about what are our thoughts on it? I, I think that Scotty Robinson put it in a nice way. He, I butted, it, I like he butted it up a bit, didn't he? I like how he does that. He kind of tells you what he's thinking rather than, you know, just. He, he's not sort beating around the bush. Around he, he's basically it, yeah. saying, yeah, there is a golf. It is evident. You know, we wouldn't normally beat a New Zealand side by that much. Australian side by that much. Well, no, I mean, we wouldn't beat a New Zealand side by that much, but we can seemingly do it against the Australians. So there yeah. is a golf. But, yes, no, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. But I think he's right in saying that the Reds do have the right people in the right positions. And actually watching that game, it was quite evident at times they competed really nicely. Yeah, they did. But I was listening to another podcast, I won't mention names, but they made a great point, which is all the Australian teams are vastly uh, under 
prepared compared to the New Zealand when it comes to first class matches. On average, they have, I think it's 500 less first class games in their squads than the oh, New Zealand really? squads. And you look, you see that, so don't you? So they're playing the long game, really, aren't they? Yeah, and I, and I think that the Reds... I, I mean, I could be wrong, and, and I, I stand corrected happily, as I often am. But I do think the Reds and the Brumbies will get it together before the end of this competition. They're obviously not going to be in the final now that they've lost the two in a row. But I do think that they will beat... I don't. I don't. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, I don't think the New Zealand sides are going to whitewash the Australian sides throughout the five games. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> but if it does happen, it's a real. But if it does shot. happen, the Australian national team will probably beat us. Maybe. What I would say <laughs> is, I can't see the Force getting a win. I can't see the Waratahs getting a win, and I can't see the Rebels getting a win. And we've never said that they would. But I'm I'm hanging my hat on the Brumbies and Reds here that they'll tip over at least one, if not two, of the New Zealand sides. That's what I'm interesting, saying. interesting. But before we go on any further, Mate, we've got we to need, do a little plug. I was going to say we need to plug. Just go across, like, subscribe, share. We share. need more sharing. Share. Have, have sharing had, is caring. It is. Yeah. Um, do have we had any more five star reviews? We have had another uh, five star review. Yeah, eh? thank you very much. I can't remember who it was. Oh, fantastic! That's it was really a good five star. So we've got lots of five stars and one two star. Is it two or two and a half? Uh, let's just say it's two because it sounds more impressive. The bad. <laughs> What guy? Eh? And what I might guy? say he, he's what listened guy? to the podcast for two yeah. and a half years. Wow. Wow. Anyway. He, he must be desperado. <laughs> but before we go any further, we're going to cover our breaking new news, yeah. which is supported by Super XV yeah. Rugby website, Tobes. Yeah, I like it. We, we don't like it. We, we love, love it. it. Oh, It's like we scripted that. It is. Go across there, get all the highlights in one place, all the match reviews in one place, the team sheets in one place. It's your one-stop shop for Super Rugby. (laughs) That was really lame. Right, I'll go first, bud. Breaking news. Breaking news. Very good. (laughs) Um, Ex-Wallaby star, Israel Flower. Yeah, he's back. Flower. Flower. He's He's not back, though. Yeah, he is. He's not back. No, he's not. Trying to get He's back. trying to get back. Trying to get back, but to rugby league in Australia. So he is looking at coming back uh, to a Queensland team. It hasn't actually told Flower. I proposed a bit. Sorry. Yet yeah, to the Gold Coast. He'll take Tigers anywhere, in the Gold Coast. He would take he? anywhere. Now, this is an A grade competition this year. So he, he he's not there yet, though. Anyway, he'd take anything he can get. Um, so he's mounting legal challenges. He is to yes. force them to. So be he's a- going to he's going to take them to the federal court if they don't approve his um, registration. Pretty much to come back and play in Australia. So if the federal court kick up a fuss, sorry, if rugby league Australia kick up a fuss, then. Uh, He'll take them to federal court. Look, I'm not a, I'm not for or against Izzy Falau, but what I would say is this: I don't understand how they can kick up a fuss. I just don't understand why anyone would want to sign him. 
is my point. Well, that, that's you the know. thing. At the moment, uh, a mining uh, company um, have put him on a, on their payroll. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of money in mining, yeah, though, eh? is, yeah. A lot of money in mining. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what he said is not on. No, uh, Like no. you say, will any first-class team actually want him in the team? No, but... Probably yeah. not. Imagine the imagine the grief that they would get from their own fans, though. Yeah, I mean, he's still... He's playing he's in Europe. Good, he's a good player. He's playing player. in Europe, and he seemingly plays, you know, not getting abuse from them. Uh, yeah. It, it's going to be very interesting, mate. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, Izzy Folau, wherever he goes, he causes a, a fuss in one way, shape, or wow. another. So he's wanting... It just says here... Flower is hoping to play for the Tigers. So this is a, a Southport team. This is a third-tier competition with yeah. his brothers John and Ernie. <laughs> I love that. Israel Falauer. Is it right? Ernie? And you got John. Yeah, I don't think it's Ernie, to be fair. And Ernie. It's not Ernie. And his other brother, Bert. <laughs> Bert. Bert. Right, mate, over to mine. Yes, once in a generation opportunity to turbocharge Australians' revival. And what we're talking about is Australia are going to bid for the next World Cup. So the 2027 World Cup, Australia are going to bid. Now, at the moment, I believe that it's Australia or Russia that are wanting to host it. Now, I can't imagine Russia... I rate with that. what's going on. I rate that. What do you mean? I mean, Russia's not. Russia would be talk sick. about Izzy Falauer. You do you know what I mean? Like in Russia, yeah, but there's some similarities there. Oh, I think Russia's a fantastic spot for it. Yeah, no, I don't care. You no, know, but I'm I'm saying that you should care. No, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not a good spot for it. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is it just won't happen. Why not? Because it's Russia. So. It's like putting the national teams going from strength to strength. It doesn't matter. It's the political stance on things. They've been done for spying recently. They've been done for uh, you know voter rigging of of elections in the Western world. You know, so is America. uh, Yeah, I know what you say, but I'm just saying it's not going to happen. So Aussies are going to get it. I've actually I've peaked here because I've given so much. So I'm sorry if I just distorted. I I really I really like that. I I think Russia should get it. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is I can't see I can't see Russia getting no, it. No, neither can I. I can see Australia getting it. What I would like to see is America get it. No, but I just can't see their political views on things. <laughs> uh, you know, they've been rigging elections. <laughs> Donald Trump is gone. He's, He's gone. left the building. There's a lot of racist stuff still going on, though. There is, yeah. Not good. You're right. Not good. You're right. But anyway. uh, it, it'd be fantastic. It, what I would say is, and we are going to do a little debate on this, either this week or next week, but it's like hosting hosting a, you know, a, a World Cup potentially has so many benefits oh, of getting sure. kids to play the sport making it high profile, well, all those things. The, the one in Japan. 
Absolutely. You, you think know, about the rugby one. Rugby blew up. Well, you there. think about, you know, Australian World Cup, you know, when they lost in the final, it still was very, very good for Australian rugby. You well, you go the back New to, Zealand World Cup. You go back to the 95 World Cup, South oh, Africa. South Africa, yeah. When they Absolutely. won it. Absolutely. You know, they, they, when they won it. Host it and win it. Wow. I mean, we did it too, didn't we? We've done it twice. We have done it twice. We've done it twice, yeah. Did, it, did England. Oh, no. No, they got knocked out in the pool stages. And I really enjoyed that <laughs> moment. <laughs> But that um was yeah, a and great I think moment. I kind of think it would be really good for Australian rugby. But what worries me a little bit is this knee jerk reaction that we're seeing at the moment in Australia, which is you know people are talking about oh we can't play Trans Tasman competition because we're not good enough. Oh, we need the World Cup because that will solve our problems. No, you know, hosting the World Cup is not enough to solve your problems. You need to do more than that yeah i agree um but yeah it'd be fantastic i would like to see australia but i'd really like to see america host a, a, a world cup because yeah. that would be think it think of you know they've got the stadiums already just so good for the fans the weather's really good there's so many things that are going for america and think about the benefits of that yeah to the global game definitely um it isn't just Australian super rugby teams that are getting beaten by the Kiwis. <laughs> Great headline. Uh, so, at the moment, there is um, the New Zealand Sevens men's and women's yeah. teams are playing Australia. Um, the tournament format uh, is played under the schedule template, which will be... Uh, replicated in the Olympics in Tokyo in July actually that's soon isn't it I know it's not far away eh? anyway and um, the New Zealand men beat uh, the Australians 6-0 in the series wow yeah Uh, although the Australian woman got off to a great start by beating uh, the New Zealanders uh, but then lost 5-0 5-1 in the series so you'd they have lost. High, you'd so have, they lost five consecutive games. You'd have really high hopes after the first. Yeah, game. you would. You'd be like, oh yeah. I mean, it was a, the the first game was nineteen fifteen. To be fair, so it was a tight one. Yeah, it was a tight one. Yeah, um, but then the others, I think, were a bit of a uh, yeah. a blowout. Although, here we go. The um, Australians got up to a nineteen nil. Um. 19 nil score line and then lost at 26 19 <laughs> to a last minute try. Last minute try. Oh, that sucks, eh? That sucks. But hey, it, it's still good that they're actually playing. You know, it's a tournament before the Olympics, so it's ironing out the kinks, really, aren't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and They're it, probably not showing their full hand anyway. It's probably been very, very good for both of them because I know a lot, lot of. You know, a lot of these teams haven't been able to play anyone. No, that's right. And Australia aren't bad at sevens. Well, so no, they're not. that's a huge advantage for the new, the Kiwis going into that Olympic Games. But also, you know, the sevens, um, uh, what is it called? Not tournament, but the seven series around the world. Yeah, the World Series, yeah. World Series. The last game they played was in Vancouver, March last year. 
So yeah. it's been over a year. Over a year since they've played. And I know that the English, they lost all their funding. They did, didn't so, they? So, you know, all those Sevens guys. Oh, they did. They had to go back to working. Yeah. And weren't training like they, you know? So no, that's right. God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And, you know, you think the English are one of the most well-funded out, out yeah. of all of them. So but I hate they to won't think what centra- others have been doing. They won't be centrally contracted, though, will they? They are. Oh, are they? They are centrally the contracted, yeah. And then they just got pulled. Funding got pulled. Twickenham. Didn't, you know, just chopped, just chopped, 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 chopped. Yeah, they did, didn't chopped they? Chopped all their club coaches, didn't they? God, they chopped so much. Yeah. You know, it's just good, isn't it? When the, when the proverbial hits the fan... The English are, if you really supported their uh, their their staff, not. They really didn't. It <laughs> was actually really, really bad. All times are tough. Oh, we better buckle down and and save enough money for that wine. Why don't they just furlough people? Yeah, I know. Instead shocking, of completely mate. get rid of them. Shocking. Oh, I found that hard. Talking about shocking, I thought this one just left a bad taste in my mouth. Very excited, ex-Wallabies boss Michael Checker takes up a director of rugby role outside Australia. Do you know why that made me almost sick in my mouth? Why? Because not that long ago, when the beloved New South Wales Waratahs were knocking on his door, he said, it's not time. It's not the right time. I'm not ready for coaching. It's clear, but the... the does the director of rugby coach? I don't care. What I'm trying I, to say I is, I kind of do though. His by beloved New South Wales Waratahs. Yeah, but he would in been, their time of need. They are on their knees. He's they gone. Still are, mate. They're he's lying gone. Down. No, sorry. I'm going to now take this pay packet in Japan. He doesn't need the money. He's a successful businessman. What I'm trying to say to you is this: it leaves a bad taste in my mouth because it's not the right time to help out. The, the, the team that he says that he loves, but it's the right time to help out the Japanese Green Rockets. No, but you, you're not listening to me here. I am listening. No, I just disagree. The the coaching bit matters. Maybe he didn't want to go into a coaching role, which the Waratahs would have been. Director of rugby is not a coaching role, is as that, you, as you would code, know. Is that, if, is that code for just sit up in the boardroom and drink beers on game day? Exactly. Maybe not beers. But well, why? Oh, Sherry. <laughs> but it's like the director of sport here, Suki, Suki, su- su- uh, Saki, Saki, mate. Yeah, some Sakis in the corner. You know exactly what I was going to say, didn't you? <laughs> I'm trying to get you off that yeah, topic. I know, I know. Yes, yeah, so that's why it left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Yes. Also, you know, he did help out the Argentinians last year. He so did. you know, um, that was a coaching role. Yeah, no, it's yeah not but him. he wasn't really, and, obviously. Yeah, the reason why is because he doesn't... It's because the Waratahs are doing want, so badly. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah, good. He doesn't I want to take want to them. Either. He doesn't want to take them because he thinks he'll lose. And well, he would lose because well, they're rubbish would, at yes, the moment. Yes, correct. But it would, it's the right thing to do, Michael Checker. Right, mate. Right. Now... I saw my next story. Can I just say, you always bang on, oh, this is going to be a fast one. We want to get the pace up. And then I chuck it over you and you have this pause. <laughs> I like it though. It's good. I'm good at it. Just shut Yeah, up. you're very good at the long pauses. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> good day. Eh? That one was good. Don't worry, man. I'm going to truncate the silence with right. my little thing, and you'll not even <laughs> notice. <laughs> now, I've I've saw I've seen a picture. Okay, and now it's it's of a female referee. Okay, and hang I on, read. Hang on. <laughs> oh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, hang on. no. So start again, start this again, start again. No, I can't. I can't Come on, what I start said. again. No, start I saw, again. This, I saw, saw this, this picture of a female referee. Okay. Yeah. Now I started. I didn't even look at the headline. I just started reading. Right, you need to stop it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I started reading the article, and it said Sansa have released the officials for the third round of the Super Rugby Trans Tasman uh, tournament. Okay, now I thought, oh my God, New Zealand have gone and done it. Oh, you thought the yes, New, New Zealand, Zealand have gone, gone and, and done, done it. it. Good on them. I was you like, thought, finally, yes, Toby's got his story. <laughs> She's running the touchline. Oh, oh been there, done that. Boo! <laughs> Come on, get Lauren Jenner into it. Okay, I actually read the headline and it says during the Super Rugby Aotearoa. Under 20 competition. Read the headline, then put it in the podcast. But she is running the touch. She is running the touch For line the main. For the main one, which she has, or one of them, I'm not sure on names, has done before. Okay. But I want to see her being the main person in the middle. So do I, mate. It's about time, eh? And actually, if anything... The Aussies have proven that it doesn't make any difference. If it doesn't they, make a difference if it's a man or a woman, no, as long as they're good at their job. And actually, or if you want, however they want to be identified, yeah, exactly. If you want my honest opinion, who's been the best referee in Australia this year that I've seen? It's it's um, I think her name's Amy. Amy. Every time she's refereed, I think she's done an absolute bang up job. Yeah. You know, very. Very direct, very clear on what she wants, very consistent and calm. I like that. So it's good. Yes, we need we need it to happen. Totally agree. And New Zealand, you are behind the eight ball at the moment. Has it happened in England yet? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. But I'm just talking about the trans Tasman at the moment. Absolutely. England are way behind the eight ball on many things. Let's not rugby, go into rugby. That. We might. We could do a whole podcast on what England are behind the eight ball on. Could we do a podcast about Sir Clive Woodward and uh, Owen Farrell? Both really nice guys. We could get them on the podcast, maybe. Joe, again, you know, you you are obsessed, aren't you? Like, you know, I think he's, <laughs> right, made, he's, he's give, made a great point, no, hasn't he? Don't give Sean an inch. It's like It'll I made actually. I I think that. You know, it's the Barrett thing as well. <laughs> Every time you have an opportunity, you bring in Geordie this, Geordie that, Clive this, Owen that. Mate, move on. Man. Move on. You're not doing that residency test. Oh. You don't need to worry about it. What I really like this one, the two-word text message Eddie Jones sent to Sam Simmons when he got in the Lions, when he got his Lions call up was well done. It would have been funny if it was, I've got three words for you. How on earth? (laughs) (laughs) He would have said that to Owen. (laughs) How on earth? (laughs) 
I mean, I think it's a bit poor for media, isn't it? Yeah, why would you do that? You know, if you're going to send a text, send a proper text. Or like, congratulations on the call-up. Yeah. You, Not you well thoroughly done. deserve it. Not quite enough to get an England cap. <laughs> I think he will eventually get an England. I know he's already played for England, but I think he will get back into the England squad. I mean, he might well, just Billy's be... Billy's on the way out, I reckon. He might just be... This is Eddie I'm talking about. He might be playing, you know, the game, the Eddie Jones game, where everyone thinks he's just going to carry on with the with the natural progression of... And of, then he'll cull loads. And then boom, he's going to bring in some big guns like Sam Simmons and all this. Maybe. Maybe. Let's wait and see. Maybe, baby. But before we go any further, we've got to cover this weekend's... Results. results. Do you want to go for the... Yeah, I'll go Super Rugby, mate. You You're do more it. European than me. You've been here longer. Right. First game. Oh, we won't go first game because they're not in order. The games. <laughs> no, they are, they are in order from the bottom to the top. Oh, right. Okay, I'll go first game. Rebels. Uh, sorry. Hurricanes versus the Rebels, which was 35-13. To the Hurricanes, mate. To the Hurricanes, yep. Then we've got the Western Force losing to the Highlanders, uh, 15 points to 25. Uh, close second half, actually. Bit of a boring one, if I'm honest. F- 10 what, points. Boring, boring, boring second, second half. half, yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to cover yeah, all we'll this. Cover. I mean, court, court, uh, right. Then the Blues beat the Waratahs, 48-21. Chiefs beat the Brumbies, uh, 40 points to 19. And the... Reds got thrashed by the Crusaders, uh, 28-63. That brings the Blues on the top, the Hurricanes number Does. two, the Crusaders in the third spot, the Highlanders, the Chiefs, the Western Force, the Brumbies, the Waratahs, the Reds, the Reds are, and yeah. the Rebels. So the only reason that the Blues and the Hurricanes are on top is they've got an extra bonus point than the other Kiwi teams. European Cup final, we saw yeah. La Rochelle narrowly losing to Toulouse, 17 points to 22. In all honesty, La Rochelle could have won it, but the better team did win, mate. Yeah. The Leicester Tigers, I don't know how they lost this game, 17 points to 18 to Montpellier. They had the better team. They couldn't be stopped a rolling mall. The only thing that stopped the rolling mall was themselves. Really? It was like, oh, how are we going to score all the points? Oh, how are we going to apply all the pressure? Oh, we've got this amazing rolling mall from a line out. And we'll throw it wide. And we'll we'll just stop using it yeah. when we're getting penalties and tries from it left, right and centre. Wow. So, disappointing. Well, both go to French teams, don't they? Both go to French teams, yeah. And mate. that just sort of reinforces that French rugby is... On the up and up. Very strong at the moment. What caught your eye, though, over the weekend, Tobes? Do you want me to start, mate? I'll start with the Chiefs. Their scrum was absolutely outrageous. Liam Messon was back playing he as was. well. He was. Love seeing that. He's, he's a good guy, eh? He looked, he looked good. He looked in great nick. And do you know what I like? There was a, uh, at half time, Brad Webber knocked a ball on. He did, yeah. With the line beckoning. Yeah, that and would have been a great try. Would have been a fantastic try. And Liam Messon rubs his, rubs his hair. You know, <laughs> has a bit of a joke with him, which I thought was quite funny. Luke Jacobson does well to control the ball. 
at the back of the scrum for I think it's two tries. Yeah, he's so been, it was a very, five he's been scrum. very good this this year. Couple of things on that. Very, very hard skill. Yeah. Easy with a football round, doesn't really bobble about. But with a rugby ball, bobbles about at the back of a scrum as well. When you've, you've got, got the pressure of the nine on pressure of the nine, but also you're going forward so you 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 know, you you don't know whether you're coming or going with your body position. There's feet in front of you, he does very well. He does, yeah. Has he played himself into an all black spot? One of the listeners' questions is asking us right. this. There, okay. there, well, there are a we'll few. We'll touch on it. We'll there touch are on a it. few. Um, Julian Savia. Yeah, he's been outside good, bed hasn't for the he? ABs. Talk about power wingers. He is a power winger. He's playing power well, winger. and yeah. they they have mentioned this. You know, Caleb Clark not being around. Who's going to be his uh, successor? He is in there. I, I I don't think they'll go there. No, I think they'll they'd rather go for a younger Fayanuku. Yeah, but I do think that a Julian Savia, if you're leading into the World Cup and he's still playing well, and they maybe have an injury, rather than getting some young guy in, they might Bring get someone in. like uh, the Bussin. I, I think he's definitely good enough to come back and play. Yeah. I just can't see them doing no. it. He's never been that good on defence either. That's been his weak point. It's not that bad though. Well, it's not shocking. No, but it, you know, to be a, a good all-round rugby player, that's a huge part, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I've got you know Hurricanes looking nice on attack, as they kind of always have been. It's just been the defence that have let them down. Can I just pick up on this? Because one thing that I really spotted was how bad. The Hurricanes' defence looked. Yeah. You know, we spoke an, a while ago about the Waratahs' defence being like Skittles on a on yeah. a board. Well, the Reds on the weekend, their defence was... The, when we talk about defence, I'm not talking about tackles. I'm talking about shape. Yeah. And the red shape and the Hurricanes' shape was shocking. But also decision-making. Awful. Decision-making, and when I'm, what I mean by that is... You know, trusting your inside and outside man, knowing when to go into the tackle, holding off. You know, you 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 defend as a unit. You don't defend as an individual. Yeah, and 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 you're right. And this is what the Hurricanes, the Reds, the Waratahs have done over the last couple of weeks: is they've defended individually rather than as a group. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wayne Smith, one of the best rugby coaches ever. I I would say. He talks always about staying connected in defence. Yeah. And it was all about working as a group of three or four, staying connected, never getting away from your, your of your basically your defensive pod. Yeah. That that's not happening. No, definitely not. <laughs> now, um another one was the Rebels had been training the offload all week. <laughs> they were throwing well. around like they were throwing around like a bloody uh, cake of soap in a shower, mate. Honestly, here you go, fellas. Don't pick that bad boy up. And then my last one for the Hurricanes game is a sufferer more. Oh, sorry, mate. I'm just still thinking about you in the shower soap. Whoa, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take crazy, take crazy. Um, he was good, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. close to the line. You're never going to stop him. Powerful, he powerful was. man. You know, he dips that head and he kind of he uses his head as a weapon. Yeah, he does. He uses like his head and then he sort of rears it up and and takes all that strain on his yeah. back of his neck. 
so so good at it. I know. So um, Blues game. Heem. Oh, Heem was. Heem was awesome. He was very very good. Heem's been a great sevens player. If I'm, yeah, I think you're right. I can be standard corrected, but I've always thought he was a good good player. It surprised me that he hasn't made a bit more of an impact. I, I feel like he's been injured. Yeah, to Mark Talia maybe he's been playing very well. Well, Mark Talia wasn't. He, and he really hasn't yeah. featured this year. No, Ginger Ninja on oh, the score the ginger. sheet again. The Ginger Ninja. Whoever bagged ninja. him last week, shush. It was Razzler Dazzler. <gasps> no, he Yes, didn't. he did. He did. Said he wasn't a good captain because he always, after every decision, went up to the referee and had a word. Shush, Razzler Dazzler. Shush. Listen, I don't think you're giving the Razzler the Dazzler the respect that he deserves. Yeah, but you we're talking about the shush. Ginger Ninja, mate. You talk, uh, listen, <laughs> you're talking about the Razzler the Dazzler. Yeah, all right, all right. I apologise. Maybe some harsh words there. Uh, Scott Gregory. Oh, Scott Gregory. My fa- Do you know He's what? He's found Actually, his position. I you tell know, you what, you know, it's whoa, whoa, not whoa, whoa, on whoa, the bench. That's a good yeah, call. I like that. I once said Danny Kerr should be in the Lion Squad. Yeah. And he should captain the Lion Squad. Okay. I'm going to go further now and say, I think Gregory should captain the All Blacks. Wow, that's that's Just Get that's him in silly. there at 12. Captain the All Blacks. He doesn't play at 12, man. Get him at 13. He's he plays 13. at 12, doesn't he? He's 13 years old. <laughs> oh, he looks it with a haircut <laughs> like that. Ooh. What caught your eye, Mush? What caught my eye was, <laughs> additionally to your great points that you've made, the really ugly score lines for the Aussie teams. Yeah. They just didn't look good, did it? No. If you're an Aussie supporter now, you probably came a little bit like us, Came out of the Super Rugby AU thinking it's going to be... A I thought you were going to um, announce that you've just come out of the closet, but yeah, Super Rugby AU, carry that's, on. That's for next week. Um, Super Rugby AU, and you probably thought, yeah, it's been a great competition. We've got two teams that are going to take to the Kiwis. And after two rounds, even the Razzler Dazzler in his latest email said he didn't see it coming. And you must be feeling pretty depressed. I did think on the plus side, I thought the force were hard to break down. That, I think, comes back to their number of older players that they've got in their team. Um, you know, a lot of international experience there. I think, you know, the big scary thing for me was the Reds just didn't show up at home as well. O'Connor, Hunter Paisami. The Hunter Paisami was just no way near. The only one who you could hand on heart say kind of really showed up was Harry Wilson. He, he was <coughs> yeah, good. Yeah, definitely hard runner, eh? Um, I don't think that the Brumby showed up. Arguably that's in Waikato, which is uh, much tougher, but the Reds not showing up at home. Mm. That's not, 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 not good, definitely. The Kiwi teams just seem to have front foot ball all the time. Means quick ball, and we all know with the Kiwi teams, if you stop their quick ball, you stop their attack, and the Aussies just allowed them to run, run, run. Well, there a was lot that, of that comes from that scrum and line out, which yeah, you mentioned earlier. There was that one phase of play when we were watching the Crusaders game. Oh, the mighty Crusaders. No, just the Crusaders. Oh, and okay, are they so. winning at the moment? No. They okay, are? No, they're not. What do you mean? Are they well, winning at are the they moment? Top of the They've table? won the last two games. Are they at the top of the table? 
Well, they no, are near no, the top of the table. An, you're yeah, not they're in the top half. They're at the top of the table. You're not answering my Always question. round up. No, you're not answering my question. I am. Are they at the top of the table? Yeah, they're at the top of the table. No, they're not. Okay, top three. So, shush. They're in the top three. So, there was a phase of... Pl- teams, right. they're in the top of the table. You need they're to sh- above halfway. You still didn't answer my question. They are. They're at the top of the table. Are they... Top half of the table. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that was dumb. You suck. Um, no, in that Crusaders game where we sort of said, oh, this is the Crusaders not looking that good where they were just going side to side. Yes. And we needed someone like a Fying Anuku in the middle just to bust a, bust a gap yeah. over the advantage line. Yeah. And I think someone did do that. I think it was him, actually. He came in, didn't he? He came in. And the Crusaders actually scored a couple phases later. Yes. Uh, it, that, is, I think, that is my... I mentioned to you, I said, this is the future Fying Anuku at 13. And then yeah. they've gone away from that. I know. Which worries me. Yes. Because I genuinely think you need a big ball carrier at 13. But, but the Reds got the Crusaders to get into that boring rugby, going side to side, you know, not making any ground, maybe even losing ground, but they just couldn't keep it going. No. It was only for like a minute and a half, Do you remember the first try, the Richie Munger's first try, which actually the Reds did a beautiful backline move, made one mistake, and Richie Munger's under the post. Um, the the intercept try the yeah. you know they gave them some freebies you can't give the no the, that's right the Kiwis freebies what I would say is the reason I think it's been really difficult in the first two weeks is there is a gulf in the two competitions I don't think there's a huge difference between the Reds team in ability and uh and a um, Chiefs or our Highlanders. The problem being is those Reds, they knew their only really, really tough game was going to be the Brumbies. So therefore, the other weeks, they could they could drift in and out of games and still win. I would imagine that after winning the Super Rugby AU competition, they've taken their foot a little bit off the accelerator and actually it's really difficult to get back on. Do you think... If the Trans-Tasman competition had have been at the start, and instead of all the Australians just playing the Kiwi teams, and it was sort of Australians and Kiwis mixed in, so they actually played the nine games, 18 games, well, it wouldn't have been 18 games, but nine games, you know, they actually played everyone. Yeah. Do you think it would be different? Because like you say, they've got into that rut of playing the Australian teams that haven't been as obviously hard as the Kiwi teams. And actually they play differently gone, as well. You know, the, yeah. the Aussie teams play in a completely different way than the than the Kiwi teams. Mm. So the Australian teams probably play, and this sounds a bit out of the box, they probably play a little bit faster and looser than some of the Kiwi teams. Um, the Kiwi teams are more methodical. In their approach, definitely the Chiefs have been more methodical in their approach. The Crusaders are very, very structured. I think Crusaders are very, very structured. Yeah, yeah. I think the Blues are becoming. Yeah, but so it, it's going to take them some time. I yeah. st- I will be stand stood stand. I will stand corrected if it's a whitewash throughout. No, uh, I, I I can't see that happening. 
I hope for world rugby that doesn't happen. Yes, yeah. for sure. The other anyway, thing, mate, that oh, caught my eye was players going. of the day. Liam Beauchere was outstanding. And he. we talk about players for the ABs. He's getting to the point where you just can't keep him out. Alex Nankerville, great player. He scored a good try. Scored too, a lovely try. Nice hair. He's got he's got a lot going for him. Richie Mawanga. Oh. Three tries. Plus he I think he made every kick. I think he might have done. Every kick. He has been uh voted by a couple of all blacks as the the best super rugby player of all time. And actually, it's not a bad shout. Oh, you can't say that. Harry Wilson, very, very yeah, good. Yeah, he was class. The lovely dummy that he gave straight yeah. through. He made lots of good decisions. A good ball carrier. And, he, and he's, he's a hard worker. He does he the no-talent stuff really well. But also, in a in a bad team, he's shining. Yeah. You know, which I know well, can I know, be... I know, they're not a bad sorry, team. not a bad team, but a bad performance. Yes. Because they got whooped, didn't they? Yeah. He can still shine, and I know. I know you're saying, you know, I'm saying this. Oh, but it's easy for someone to shine if the rest of the team aren't really playing well. But he was playing brilliantly. He was, yeah. And the last one, Bryce Heem, yeah, fantastic. So, haven't seen him all year. Oh, I think he's played pretty well the last couple of weeks, mate. Last couple of yeah, weeks. yeah, but we haven't seen him. Yeah, he super hasn't been a regular. You know, yeah, or absolutely, mate. Listeners' questions. Okay, okay. Do you want to do the first one? You do the first one, mate. I can't find it. Here we go. I found it. Don't stress. Right. From Tom. Yes. From Tom. Where's Tom from? We don't know. Don't know. know. He's right. from the Gmail, mate. He's from the Gmail. Right. It says, hello, Toby the land and Damo. Of Gmail. Right. I don't know what you're trying to say there. Hello, Toby and Damo. Been listening to the podcast for a while, and I have to say, you guys are cut above the rest. We're like a sirloin. No, we're like a backstrap. Delicious. Wagyu. Ooh. Wagyu, International. <laughs> Love the banter. It's more, <laughs> more just general chit-chat. <laughs> and the insights into the game, as no one does it. Be- insights into the... Mate, we don't he's know talk, what we're no, talking, talking about. No, he's talking about me, mate. He's talking about oh, me there, is he? Mate, he's talking about the banter's you, is you oh, and the insights oh, is me. The insights? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look forward to a weekly to the weekly releases like I look forward to the weekend. Ooh, big call. Like that, though. Tom, fantastic. I have a question as I can't seem to get an answer anywhere I look. But what? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep looking. <laughs> keep looking. But why do you think it is taking so long to anoint to anoint to announce <laughs> an All Black side, especially as games have been announced in two months' time, which we know about, which we've spoken about last week. Sure, I can answer this question. Well. The Super Rugby Trans-Tasman hasn't finished yet. Yeah, that's, that's not the reason why. That's a good reason why, though. I think that they're trying to do... I would say do, that's the main reason. Yes, but the main reason, <laughs> the actual main reason why is because last year they did North-South, Yeah, and they used that as a trial. Yes. And then they named their team after that. They did. I think, they're trying to, I think that they're trying to make this a thing. So they're going to do the North-South match, Okay, and then they'll name their team. I like that. 
I don't I think love that. I don't think that'll happen. Oh, here we go. Mate, I've just given an insight that he couldn't <laughs> find anywhere else. I will be start. I will be stood corrected if I, I'm wrong. I, no, and if I'm wrong, I but I would love to see that. I just don't think it'll happen after Super Rugby Aotearoa and Super Rugby Trans Tasman. What do you mean? That Trans Tasman has got another three weeks to run. Yeah. After that, they'll play the North South, and then they'll pick the All Blacks. How many? When's the first Test match? Two months away. <laughs> I, listen, yeah. I, I, will, I hope it happens. I, yeah, well, I love it. I love the idea. Okay, love the, the idea. The other bit here. Another Shall I little, do this? No, another little bonus one. Shush. For the AB's number eight jersey, do we think Satutu or Grace or maybe even a wild card Jacobson getting the call? Definitely not Grace. Correct. I think it'll be Satutu and then Jacobson. But Jacobson has been playing so well. It's going to be Satutu. Yeah. Satutu's been, some of the things Satutu's done, exceptional. And he's been consistent. But I, I do think Jacobson has an outside, he, he'll, he'll make the wider yeah, team. Will he, will he play in the test matches? Maybe in the top, you know, you've got, you got Tongan, Fiji. So they might give guys a bit of a bit yeah. of a go. Um, I think Jacobson has been impressive. Grace is a slow and steady. He made the All Black squad last year. I'm not sure he played in any games. Grace is a good Super Rugby player. Mm, you can't really say that because he hasn't played for the All Blacks really yet. No, but he's a good Super Rugby player. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but you kind of said it in a way of he's a good Super Rugby player. He wouldn't be a good All Black. Well, I, I also think that, but he hasn't. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't necessarily. Well, he hasn't played. So. <clears throat> I don't know, but I can guess. He 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 is a very because he's not a very good Super Rugby player. He's good, but he's not like wow. No, I, I mean think, he, he did have a good game on the weekend. What you need to remember is was Richie McCall wow? Is Sam Kane wow? They're not. That's what makes them so good. Is they're never wow, but they're always ow because they tackle so hard and they hit rucks and they get in the heads in where the sun. Does not shine. No, but we've always right. had a really Hosking Satutu we've is had a, wow. No, yes, Artie but, Severe is wow. But okay. they often don't do the grizzly bits. No, but different positions. Yes, correct. Well, not actually. Hosking Satutu is eight. Yes. So is Callum Grace. Yes, but Richie McCaw is seven. Oh damn it! You've got a point. All right. All right. Anyone else in the eighth <laughs> berth? No, I don't think so. No. I think Greg Jacobson's got a good shout. Yeah. Our next one is from Di. Uh, his question, I'm not going to read the the front bit, but he is talking about watching Aaron Smith uh, playing fantastic. Kane Hammington, hopefully I haven't killed that, came on to replace him. And it, he thought of a question which would be, what do you think a player like that should do? A good nine, is it better to go and play a couple of seasons with an Aaron Smith where you know you're not going to get a look in or start, but you might learn a bit? Or is it better to go and play for, you know, somewhere where you know you'll get more of a run out of one of the other top teams? What do you reckon? How old? He's young, isn't he? Kane Hammington. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I would... 
I'd go for the learning option from Aaron Smith. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, but you've got to have you. You've got to say I'll do it for two years, and then I need to find somewhere. Yeah, else. definitely. But if you're that young, you can, can't you? Five year plan. First two years, I'm going to the Highlanders. I'm going to learn as much. I'm going to, it's just going to be a sponge. I'm going to go there, be a sponge to Aaron Smith, be a sponge to his culture, the culture of the Highlanders, because it's great. We know that. And then I'm going to go somewhere for the next three years, and I'm going to make the Wallabies. Who is he? <laughs> the All Blacks, mate. All Blacks, sorry. Yeah, All Blacks. <laughs> mate, actually, talking about the Wallabies... I've got another one for you. George Gregan was one of the best nines of all time, correct? Yep. Yeah. So Sean Devine was an Aussie, okay? Went through the Aussie system. And the Brumbies were interested in him, right? Right. But Auckland had already said, we wouldn't mind you coming and playing for the NPC team. So Eddie Jones had a, had a word with them and said, you know, would you be interested in coming to the ACT Brumbies? And Sean Devine had to make a decision on whether or not he went and played second fiddle to George Gregan and not basically play very much yeah, or play for Auckland. He chose to go and play for Auckland. So he went across to play for Auckland. Then he played for the Blues. Then he became an All Black. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy that I think... Sean Devine, never heard of him. He played sevens rugby for Australia. Did he? Yeah. I've heard of Steve Devine. Steve Devine, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Devine. Steve Devine, yeah, Steve Devine. So then he went and played for the All Blacks. Yes. And the Carlos Spencer round. Yes. So so he didn't do it. When the Blues were really good. God, they were good, weren't they? And it wasn't just him, was it? Adrian Cashmore at the back. God, they were good. Good wingers as well. Oh, who they have? They had. Um, <laughs> they had. Um, Did Rockathoko? I think they. No, they was had. That, they had. Was that too early? Oh, they had. What's his what's name? His name? <laughs> the best Rupini. Yeah, yeah. they had Rupini. Rupini. Oh Booker. my god! What a guy! <laughs> <laughs> what a player he was. They had some good wingers back in those they days, did. didn't they? Blues uh, have always had good wingers. To be Steve Devine. So he. To answer your question, he didn't do it. He went no. and did the complete opposite that we're saying. It worked out for him. He he could have been a, a a wallaby, and he ended up being an all black. Wow. What would you rather? Be a wallaby or an all black? Yeah, but he is an Aussie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Would you rather be an all black or play for England? No, 100% all blacks, but that's because I'm a Kiwi. Yeah. If, yeah, I was a, if I was English... Would I rather play for the All Blacks or play for my home country? I think I'd probably want to play for my home country. Yeah, but it must have been his home country. Sean, like, Steve Devine. No, yeah. he's an Aussie. Is he an Aussie? He's an Aussie. So he, he came over to New Zealand and played a couple of years and then became an All Black. He, he, I'm not sure he that's came, how it works. He came over, right? He, then he had must to, have gone to school or something. No, he came over, he played for the Auckland NPC team, then... He then played for the Blues, and New Zealand, the New Zealand RFU said, you know, if you stand down for three years from playing international rugby for Australia, you can come and play for the All Blacks, and that's what he did. I'm just bringing him up on the uh, on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, he's got the same birthday as me. 
21st of December. If uh, ever you need uh, to send me a present, then you know uh, that is where it is. Uh, Okay, so he was born in New South Wales, Australia. Yeah, went to school in... Went to school at St. Joseph's College in Australia. Oh, how played, do you know all this? Played, the, played his first 15 in his last year. National Sevens team in 1998. Yeah. It doesn't say if he had any appearances. Played 10 times for New Zealand, played 70 times for the Blues, and played 70 times for Auckland. So I, I am correct then, yeah? Oh, he, he got to the... Yes, well, he well, played yeah. for the under twenties uh, Australian team as well. Doesn't say that. Well, he did on the Wikipedia. He's a good mate of mine. That's why I didn't know his first name. <laughs> <laughs> ah, classic. Right, mate. My question to you. Yeah, no, I asked my question first. No, no, always. no, no, no. Because always. yet again, you'll, what you'll notice is that your question is similar to my question. Let me ask you a question about the questions, Toby. Who wrote their questions first? Uh, yeah, mine are, but mine, mine, yeah, mine. Every week. Right, I'm going to delete my questions then. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. If you could be, sorry, if you could buy one player or coach right now and have them for two years, who would you buy? Roman Antimac. Great shout. Is he... You've only got him for two years. Yeah. Is he a little bit undercooked at the moment? What my, do you mean? My mean? What I mean is he's going to be amazing. I'll do. I'll go Dupont then. Oh, good shout. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good shout. Yeah. That is a good shout. He just got, did he get European Player of the Year or something as well? Oh, well, he deserves it. He got an award. Let's, let's say he did. Yeah. Let's. Let's give him that award. Yeah, now, I agree. Because he's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. What about coach? Oh, you'd yeah. Go on. Yeah, you'd have to go raise a Robinson. Yeah, wouldn't you? that's right. You would, you would. Yeah, yeah. I only got him for two years though. Yeah, he'd that's give you the problem. Instant results. He he got instant results with the Crusaders. Crusaders. Definitely did. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Good. Tony Brown, maybe. He's a good yeah, guy. He's a good, good guy. Good right, hat. My, mine are <laughs> good hat. No, mine are, mine are very similar. Yep, I agree. Uh, but if you could be any player right now, who would it be? See that that's any a very player. very tough question because there's no World Cup. Right Looks, now. accent. No, where no, you no, are no, no. For me, for me, it comes down to honor, village. So Absolute. Who's but, oh, got loyalty? No, no. There's just integrity tr- to the game. Village. No, what I'm saying is, you want to make history. <laughs> if I want to be one rugby player now. I want to be that person that makes history. Like when you know. Yeah, but uh, you're not going to be him. You just want to be him for a day or a, or a month. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh right. So you know, if the World okay. Cup was now. Oh yeah, that would be diff- yeah. Okay. You'd want to be. The captain of the winning team. Yeah. Or would you, though? I'm not sure I, I would. would. Nah. Oh, nah. yeah. Raising that be, trophy. Nah, oh, I'd want to be goodness. the glory boy scoring all the points. Well, yeah. I could. I, that 
perfectly fits, fits that your... That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, if I was, I'd probably be semi around Rajra. Oh, rate that. Great beard. Rate that. Yeah, he's getting paid a whole bucket load. He's, he is one of the world's best players. Charles Piertau? Yeah, I just think that Charles Piertau has slightly turned his back on New Zealand rugby for the money. Do I blame him? Don't blame him, but I think it's a shame. So I mean, you could say the same about Semi. Semi Ranaja, no, he, he come can back and still, play for Fiji. He can still play for Fiji. Exactly. Yeah, different, exactly. different story. So I'd be Semi Ranaja. If okay. I was any coach right now. I didn't ask you that question. It does say if you were any coach <laughs> yeah. right now, who would it be? It, well, I would be Wayne Smith. All that success that you've wow. already had, you're in Japan. You're did his, his, team, steaks, won, did his team won the um, championship, didn't they? Yeah, of course they did, mate. Yeah, Bowden Barrett's team lost in the final. <laughs> Good luck making the ABs, bud. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we're going to finish off the show today with a debate. And the debate is, are we, which one, are we going to go for, well, I think we'll go for the Super Rugby one. Next year, would you scrap or keep the Trans-Tasman competition. You I've made no, mo- no notes on this. No, yeah, well, it's going to be obvious in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, you went for keep. Yes. Okay, I went for scrap. Now, I'm going to tell you why we should scrap the Trans-Tasman competition. Okay, you go first. The reason why we must scrap the Trans-Tasman competition is because it's boring. The problem with the Trans-Tasman competition is the fact that it's not a proper competition. The Crusaders don't get to play the Blues. The Blues don't get to play the Chiefs. So therefore, we're potentially going to have two teams in the final that just doesn't make any sense. So it needs to be replaced with a normal Super Rugby competition. Scrap the Trantasman, scrap the Super Rugby Aotearoa, scrap the Super Rugby AU, and go back to a proper competition. Maybe with a couple of conferences where then you have the winners or the top three of the conferences making it through to the next stage. But it needs to be more interesting. And that's the problem. We've watched the all, we've watched the New Zealand competition. We've loved it. It's been brilliant. We've watched the Super Rugby AU. It's been brilliant. Fantastic. And now we seem to have this meaningless competition just to get some more games out there for the TV rights. And that's what it comes across like. So the format is the problem, not the competition. There's nothing wrong with the competition. There's nothing wrong with playing on the Australian teams. We want to play the Australian teams. But we must move forward now and say... Last couple of years, because of COVID, we've done this, but now we're going to do something different that's going to get us back uh, in the world, getting people watching from all around the world because it's a vibrant competition. Okay, so you've said it's boring. It's a boring format. You said it, no, you said it's boring, okay? It's a boring format. No, okay, so you're contradicting yourself now. You're going back on what you've said. You said it was boring. It's not boring. It's not boring for Kiwi teams. If I was Australian, which I'm not, I could find mm, the Aussies are always getting beaten. It's boring. But because I'm a Kiwi... You feel great. Yeah, as you do as well. 
Ooh. Okay, I did enjoy the game on Saturday. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. I don't think it's boring. I like the idea of the uh, national competitions, Aotearoa AU, then going to the Trans-Tasman. But I agree with you with the format. The format does need to change. I don't think the name of Trans-Tasman competition needs to change. So, no, I do not think it needs to be scrapped. I think the format needs to be changed. Okay, so let me ask you this question, talking about boring. Yes. On Saturday, we watched the Reds get thoroughly beaten by the Crusaders. Yeah. The Reds are the champions of the Super Rugby AU. Crusaders are the mighty champions of New Zealand, all right? It was a it was a showpiece. It was a good game if you're a Kiwi. Okay, what's going to happen when the Crusaders play the Rebels? What's going to happen when the Crusaders play the Waratahs? Now I'm really sorry, but it ain't going to be enthralling. You're not nope. going to be on the edge of your seat, are you? Well, I think as a Crusaders fan, you'll be like, brilliant, loads of tries, but. When, I, see, I, when I, the I am a Crusaders fan. When the Highlanders, surprise, surprise. When the Highlanders beat the Crusaders, I felt like going into that game, a lot of Crusaders fans would have been like, "Oh, this this will be quite an easy win. We should be able to win this." I am a Crusader L- fan, let, and let I I never feel you're, like that. you're not letting me finish. No. <laughs> and then, you know, you've you've put you've put me off guard here. So. Are the Waratahs, the Rebels, the Western Force going to catch the Crusaders off guard? No. Well, we've got to give it a chance. You know, yeah, right. we we are two games in to the Trans-Tasman competition. We're two games in. Yeah. Two games in. Yeah. And you're already wanting to scrap it. No. Give it a chance. I, I do. I, 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 we are debating this. Yeah. You know... There are, I'll but you're be, allowed to agree with points, and I've I've agreed with points okay, of so, yours. So I agree with you. Okay, when you when perfect I, I, debate I, over, I win. <laughs> you can't call it Trans Tasman competition next year anyway, because there's going to be the Pacific boys in. Yeah. So you're just going to keep Trans Tasman and then have the Pacific. That just is not going to ring true, is it? Okay. So what would you call it? Well, I wouldn't call it Trans Tasman. So what would you call I'd it? I'd call it like Super Twelves. Mm. Been and done, been there, done that. Super, super, super duper rugby. <laughs> super duper. My point is this: Trans Tasman competition in its current format does not work. Not interesting because you don't get the kind of storylines. Now, if if the Aussies were stronger, I still don't like the idea. Of just playing the Aussie teams, I think it's a disappointment. I think. No, so why I don't think we that go maybe back? The, I, I would have rather seen the New Zealand Super Rugby Aotearoa, the top through two, um, go into a pool with the top three and whatever. Why? Why has this all happened? Why? Because of COVID. Correct. COVID is currently on the decline, so we're going to get out of that. So I think what needs to happen is you scrap. Super Rugby AU, Super Rugby Aotearoa. Correct. And you keep the Super Rugby Trans-Tasman, but you change the name because that would be incorrect to keep it, I think. But you play each other home and away. 
So you are still playing the Kiwi teams. You are still playing the Australian yeah, teams. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that, yeah. I agree with And that. then you get more consistency throughout the year or throughout the competition. Yeah, I think it's really key that we don't go onto our shell and just play Super Rugby Aotearoa. because no, that would and be boring. That would that get would boring. That would be boring. And I think it's been great for the last couple of years, but it's the flavour the flavor of, of the overseas teams. The real the thing that's really hit me, and I knew it, we, we've said it for the last few years, losing that South African link is a real shame because, you know, they were big, tough games. Going yeah. to South Africa was tough. Yeah. Going to Argentina was tough. Definitely. You, you going to the Jaguares, you know, was tough. But it was exciting. And it was, yeah. You, you got up thinking, we might lose against yeah. the Jaguare boys. They're looking good. Yeah. Um, I think the Aussies in their own comp, what we used to say this when we were with coaching, flatter to deceive. And what, what that means is when you're playing each other all the time, that average performances can sometimes look really good because the competition aren't yeah. amazing. And you go, God, yeah, we're really good. And, you know, I'm going to say the Reds and the Brumbies, I really thought we're going to come to the party and yeah. do quite well. And they haven't because arguably they've been in a competition that is flattered to deceive. That's my point. So but I, I think still the Australian think teams will get better. They will definitely they will, get better they will from playing the New Zealand teams. From playing the New Zealand teams. And that's why I think next year it needs to be an all-encompassing competition instead of having two separate competitions and then having a third competition. Correct. You're absolutely right. It needs to just be one so, big one. You so play each other scrap home, the and, home and away. Scrap the Tantrasman. <laughs> say it properly, bird. Scrap the AU. Scrap the Aotearoa. What's the name going to be? Well, that's the next question. Yeah. Do we put that out to Twitter? I reckon we should. Okay. I reckon we should. Mate, it's been a great podcast. It's been brilliant. I love it. Every week with you. Also, you've got, to, you've got to ask the, the, the uh, followers, our listeners, yeah. who won the debate. Oh, yeah. Got to put it out there on Twitter. Who won yeah. the debate? Vote Damo. Damo. Well, um, I think we both had very good points. Yeah, I think you you made some really good points since you didn't actually write any points down. That's pretty good. <laughs> Off the cuff. Mate, always a pleasure. Yes. Until next week. Yep. See you later. See Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.